Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're going to want to stick around because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm going to give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Suhez. I'm excited to chat with you today all about the power of gratitude. It is something that has honestly changed my life. And sometimes I think that it's like a common, a known thing that everybody knows will change their life. And then I realize that not everybody knows it and that I need to share it with you. Before I get started, I want to let you know that it is pouring cats and dogs outside and I am struggling with insane allergies right now. So I literally have Kleenex up my nose because my nose is dripping. I'm like trying not to sneeze over here and I am watching the beautiful rain pour down from the sky. We have started telling Alicia that when it is raining that Jesus is bowling up in the sky and it is my favorite thing ever because now it starts thundering and last night it was thundering so loud. It was shaking our house. I'm assuming most kids are scared of that. It, it shook me. And she's like, oh, hi, Jesus. And it is just the coolest thing ever. Anyways, going into the power of gratitude. So in this episode, I want to discuss the power of gratitude and how it can help you as an entrepreneur find joy in everyday life and appreciation despite or in spite what is going on in your life, if it's chronic illness or anything else. I'm going to share five practical tips on incorporating the gratitude into your daily routine. So things that you can actually do that make it a little bit easier to create that routine and see the effects day after day and not just do it for like one day. So you can honestly improve your outlook on life and you can show up to whatever it is you're doing on a day-to-day basis to your business, to your job, to your family as a better human, as a happier human. So let's jump right into it. With every tip that I'm going to give you, I'm going to let you know how this has impacted me and when I incorporated it, what happens when I fall off, all of those things. I'm going to start with the most known one, which is keeping a gratitude journal. So this means just taking a few minutes every single day to write down at least three things that you're grateful for. It can be in the morning, it can be in the evening, they can be small moments, they can be significant events, but just writing them down really helps your brain focus on the positive aspects of your life. It's like the green punch buggy thing, you know, if you've heard of that before when you see a green Volkswagen and you punch someone and you're like green punch buggy and you're in a car ride you're all of a sudden gonna see so many more punch buggies uh Volkswagen cars Beatles it's the same with gratitude and I started implementing this back when I got into the fitness community into the health community and more so the spiritual realm even when listening to podcasts and kind of really just growing my awareness outside of what I was currently doing at the time and so I had a little journal beside my bed and every morning I would write down three things that I was grateful for kind of more big picture my daughter my I actually didn't have a daughter then but my husband my house my dog things like that the bigger picture. And then at the end of the day, before going to bed, I would write down three things I was grateful for that happened that day. And wow, did it help me get through a really rough period in my life. 
I was hustling in corporate. I was starting the side hustle of doing Crohn's fitness coaching. And I was so busy and so sick. And actually, wasn't that I was sick. I was mentally, I guess, sick when it came to the weight gain of my Crohn's disease. My Crohn's was under wraps, but it was the weight gain and the constantly working out and the constantly stressing over the weight gain and that whole spiral that I was dealing with. And it was such a beneficial thing to my life. I really should implement that one again because it is, it's so good to see like when you've had a bad day and you sit back down on your bed and you're like, okay, it has been a shit day. What are three things that I'm grateful for? You will always find them. And then as time goes on, you will start seeing more and more things that you're grateful for. I believe it's Rachel Hollis that does this. I'm pretty sure, but it's someone on the internet who started taking pictures of little moments in their life that just made them smile, things that they're grateful for. And really soon their camera roll turned out to be just all of these tiny little moments, her kid's head in her lap or her petting her dog or drinking a glass of water that she really enjoyed and things like that. And I really, really recommend finding something where on a day-to-day basis, you are looking for the gratitude, the things that we don't always get that we are really blessed for. And I guarantee you, you're going to start finding more of them. The next tip, tip number two, is practice mindfulness. And this one kind of sounds woo-woo and we hear it all the time, but incorporating mindful techniques like deep breathing or yoga or meditation, breath work, they really help you to stay present and aware. It makes it easier to recognize and appreciate the good things that are happening around you. I recently re-brought this back into my life where I spend five minutes every morning before I start jumping into emails and things like that. I literally set a timer if I have a busy kind of monkey mind and I just quiet my mind, focus on my breath, don't play any music, don't play any podcasts and really just allow myself to kind of recenter and come home to myself. It isn't just that it helps you practice gratitude, it helps you become the best version of you because how many of us just are constantly numbing ourselves with, you know, it could be the good things like podcast, audiobooks, informational, whatever it is, or it could be like the media thing, like video games and movies and Netflix, or it can be drinking and whatever else it is. You know, like it is so common nowadays for us just to numb ourselves and stop practicing mindfulness and seeing what it's like to just be in our own mind. So my experience with this one is kind of just for so long. It started, again, probably back in and around 2017. I always kind of did the fitness thing and went to different gyms and did try different yogas. It never was for me, really, because with my Crohn's, I wasn't as bendy as other people, so I couldn't get into the mind aspect. But as soon as I became a breathwork practitioner and went to San Diego and really found some of those tools, I realized how much power we have over our mind and how much we can really make a difference just by quieting ourselves and being aware and being present in the moment. Number three is one of my favorites and it is express gratitude to others. So by making a conscious effort to thank the people in your day-to-day life, to thank strangers, to show them support, to show them kindness, and even just be there for other people by verbal communication, like sending a text, writing a note, giving a small gift, just showing a 
appreciation, it not only strengthens relationships in your day-to-day life, but it also reinforces those feelings of gratitude. This is something I do really, really often. It is one of my favorite things to do is when going through a Starbucks line or in Canada, a Tim Hortons line, and I am just feeling a little bit, ugh, it is not my day. Business is hard. Life is hard. Something's going on. I'm just so grumpy. I love to give it back and pay for the person's coffee or whatever it is behind me. And like, I I obviously don't expect anything. Don't even know who they are. I drive off. It reinforces that feeling of gratitude and of kindness and just support for other humans. And it is so insane how it comes back to you. When I'm in a cycle of doing that more often, it's insane how many times it'll happen to me. My coffee or whatever will get paid for. But it doesn't have to be a monetary thing. It can be sending a text to someone you really love that you haven't spoken to in a long time. You know, like one of those friends that just means a lot to you and you cherish them and they are so important to you and send them a quick note and just instead of saying hi, say like, hey, I just really wanted you to know that you are so special in this and this way and you are a gift to the universe for X, Y, and Z. Or when your husband comes home and does a small thing for you, show extra appreciation because it is going to go a long way, not just for them and the impact they can make for others. Because that whole thing is like you pay for someone's coffee, they're going to hopefully or be inclined to pay for the other person's coffee, etc, 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 right? It is a literal wave throughout the whole world that you're starting with one act of kindness and it is going to come back tenfold for you. But that's not the reason you should do it. It should just be to reinforce your own feelings of gratitude and help you be in the moment and be happy in that day. Number four is to create gratitude rituals. So it can be great to, like I said, write in a journal or practice mindfulness or, you know, think of some things you're grateful for in the morning. But until you start establishing daily or weekly rituals of expressing gratitude, for example, you could start listing the three things you're grateful for, like I mentioned, in your journal in the morning and in the night. By reflecting on the best parts of your day, you can start a gratitude jar, writing things down that you're grateful for throughout the day. You can take the pictures throughout the day, like I mentioned. Whatever it is, it's going to help you stay in that routine and help you make it into a habit. Make it into something that's just a part of your day that makes you happy, that gets you back to the state of gratitude, back to your body, back into your highest version of you. And over time, you're going to have a tangible collection of positive memories and positive moments, whether it's in your journal, whether it's in a jar, or whether it's in your camera roll, so that when you do get kicked down by life, because that's going to happen, you can go back and see like, oh, Yeah. No, my life is phenomenal. And I'm in a little bit of a downturn right now. And that's okay, because I have all of these things, all of these tools of my practicing mindfulness that can get me out of here. And I got this, which brings me into number five, which is reframing your negative thoughts. This one can be a really hard one for some people. We are in a society of negative thoughts. When I used to do Crohn's and fitness coaching, one of the questions I would ask is, we have 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Do you believe that more so of yours are negative or more so of yours are positive? And it astounding how many people have more negative thoughts a day. When you look in the mirror, when you're trying to choose what to eat, when you're driving, when someone's annoying at work, our brain just for some reason likes to focus on the negative. 
So by finding a way to reframe those negative thoughts when you're faced with challenge and setbacks, trying to reframe and focus on the lessons that you've learned or any positive outcomes that may result from whatever is happening to you, it just cultivates an attitude of gratitude for the difficult times. And that's not saying that hard things aren't going to happen or you're not going to grieve or you're not going to be sad or frustrated or mad because all of those feelings are valid. But by being able to reframe your negative thoughts, ultimately you're really improving your overall well-being and resilience. And I'm going to give you an example of this. So recently we hired a new content specialist that I was over the moon about. This person was going to be so phenomenal. I told my whole team about her. She was going to be a game changer for us. She had all of the experience. She had the attitude. She had the personality. She was just like so excited to work with us. And then honestly, I don't know what happened. I'm not sure where what went wrong, but within a week, she changed her mind and decided to go in her own direction and take clients on her own and not come on board. And I'm not going to lie, it has been a challenge hiring new content specialists here at SNS. Hiring in general right now for everybody that I speak to business-wise is like, whoo, it is not a fun time. And I'm not going to lie, I was pissed off and hurt and actually more so hurt than pissed off. Pissed off at the fact that now I have to look for another content specialist, but hurt and confused and overwhelmed at how it was all roses and dandy in one moment and all of a sudden it is now just... She didn't even want to jump on a call to discuss what happened, what it was that made her decide not to move forward. And that really hurt. And I took a second to step back and reframe my negative thoughts and just be like, you know what? One door closes, another one opens. I truly believe the universe has my back and the back of my team. So it is what it is. And perhaps she wasn't the greatest fit like I thought she was, or perhaps who knows what it was, but I reframed my thoughts to be like, you know what? I feel like I just got a blessing blessing there in disguise, whatever that blessing was. Thank you. And I am going to move on and find the right person for the right team. This can be as simple as you're driving and somebody cuts you off and you just want to scream and you're like, dang, you know what? I hope that they're going to have a great day. And Maybe I needed to be one second later than I was supposed to be. There's so many things going on around us that we don't have the control over, right? It doesn't mean that you have to be that toxic positive person, toxic positivity, where it's like, everything happens for a reason, everything's positive, my dog died and it's for a good reason. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. When we get constantly bogged down with the negative, It is such an important thing to take a look at it and be like, hey, how is this serving me? How is this serving me? How is this serving me? And ultimately, that is going to improve your well-being and resilience. I guarantee you that. So those are my five tips on adding gratitude into your day to help you get through life as an entrepreneur, an employee, whatever, a person with a chronic illness, whatever you are struggling with, I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, dream big, it's possible for you and your next version of success is around the corner. Ah!